The ninth chapter of the book of Revelation describes in horrific detail what the Bible calls the first woe. While this portion of scripture does not make for pleasant family devotional fare or popular elementary Sunday school curriculum, I assume there is a message here for me and all Christians. Who is this angel of the abyss? From this fallen star's eternal hole will rise mist like the smoke of a gigantic furnace that will darken the sun and sky. Nasty, hairy, flying locusts resembling horses with lion's teeth will stream from their dark homes, stinging those who do not bear the seal of God on their foreheads. Their sting will be like that of a scorpion. Victims will yearn for death, yet destined to suffer their agony for five months. Is the awful imagery of Revelation chapter 9 to be understood literally? Will stinging locusts actually appear in the future to torture all unbelievers who inhabit the earth? Or is this the writer's symbolic and creative description of first century political upheaval? The natural consequences of an addictive lifestyle? Or a future without Christ? Regardless of the precise meaning and application historically, the text does remind me that I must be ready. I want the protective mark of God on my forehead, whatever that may mean. When my son Stanford was about 18 years old, he casually informed me that he could catch a bee with his bare hands and easily endure its sting. I said he couldn't do it. Well, that's all Stan needed, and we challenged each other to a bet. Stan and I approached the flowering Escalina bush in my front yard, and I watched Spellbond as Stan cupped a honeybee and slowly opened his hands. As the bee stinger penetrated his skin, I remained motionless, and so did Stanford. He gently placed the bee back on the bush, removed the stinger from his palm, and proudly flaunted it before me. I lost the bet. Stan's act of youthful machismo impressed me. He earned my respect. Side note, I did feel badly for the poor bee. When it comes to bee handling, Stanford's a bigger man than me and, frankly, anyone else I know. But without Jesus, no man or woman is a match for the angel of the abyss. Not me, not you, not Stanford. The stinging locusts, with their power to torment people, would bring anyone to their knees in terror. Stan became a follower of Jesus Christ when he was in high school. And now, because he who is in Stanford is greater than he, that is Satan, Abaddon, Apollyon, the devil, the angel of the abyss, etc., who is in the world. Greater is he who is in Stanford and me than he who is in the world. Stanford and any believer with the power of Jesus Christ within can endure the sting of anything that may come their way.